Massive. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We should talk about that. Write it down. Yeah, it's one more thing. You know, it's kind of... By the way, I can't see your levels, so just, like, stay close to the mic. All right. Like, uncomfortably close. Uncomfortably close. Yeah, see, right. see, see how close up I, I am on it? Yeah. We're flying blind today. Cobb, <laughs> uh, talk for, like, ten seconds so just he can see the levels on the board. I read what fresh? One, two. What's up, Matt? Can we, I thought you couldn't see the levels on the board. I can see them on the board. You can see them on the board. You just can't see us recording. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, easier to see how them am on I the looking? computer screen. Ah, close enough. Oh, that sounds right. way better now that the plug is all the way in. Oh. <laughs> it's one I couldn't hear myself. <laughs> uh, Man, it's been so long. I know. Wow, was, yeah. How long have we been off? I don't know. I was trying to write down what's mad, and I was like, when did that happen? <laughs> Is that a full month? Close to it. It's got to be. Is that our longest break ever? Probably. Maybe. Or maybe when you first move, Matt, we might have taken like a month off. Yeah. Mm, I don't remember. It's been a minute. That's wild, boys. It's super wild. It's good to be back. Fire That's it nice. up. All right, so what's a bell good for? Day. I got to know this. Today, you are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. This is the podcast starring the tits. Starring the tip. Star. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast, episode 273. It's your boy, the Ted Smith, will be host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Give us a little bit. We're back in the saddle. Uh, over to the left of me, actually to the right of me, he's always here, unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia on two wheels, he goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Crude shot higher today as the Saudi kingdom was attacked, and cut oil production nearly 5 million barrels per day. Closer to home, shares the podcast are back on the rise as Ted got invited to the Orgy Dome, Cobb graduated twerk class, and Matt is swinging new wedges. Did, uh, did Ted and Cobb find love at Burning Man? Or is this body too bootylicious for you, babe? We'll find out at 5. All right, back to on the wheels of steel. Put in a lot of hard work today. Is uh, the, the the computers are not working well? Matt, kind of the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hi, Ted. It's How you good been, to be dude? Back. I know that's wild. We we were just figuring out. It's probably been like a month. I tried the longest whistle. streak ever. Whistling. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it, right? Because we had we had the Bernie Man break, which was two off, and then uh, all the computers here at Intercom took a crap because we got hacked, so what? we couldn't do anything last week. What happened? I, I mean, I don't know enough about tech. I just know, uh, so we get back from Burning Man. That Thursday and Friday I worked. And then that Monday I come into work, and it's all hell is broken loose. Like, <laughs> hey, by the way, there's no email. Okay. None of the computers work. Oh. And then it's like, like we couldn't even get phone calls on, like, the regular way we do it. it like, for us on air, it hasn't been that big of it, especially from the men's room, right? Because, like, we're a talk show. So we could talk around stuff, but it was just crazy. Like, music logs couldn't be put in, like... All the commercials, like, you know, things are only built out for a few days. So it got, yeah, it got, I mean, it was, it was a mess. That's why, like, when I was texting you guys last week, Matt was like, oh, maybe we could do it Wednesday. I was like, no, dude, this is DEF CON, like. We cannot. Yeah. (laughs) I always thought the DEF CONs went higher, but apparently DEF CON 1 is the worst. Is that true? I believe that's true, right? I don't know. Like, I thought that I I said it out loud, it doesn't feel as real. Where does DEF CON come from? Good question. Defense Commission? I don't know. If only George was here. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like a real thing. It's not from like yeah, we're Star out of our Trek depth. or something. Yeah. We're definitely out of our depth, boys. I'm pretty sure it does go lower. Defcom 5. 
Yeah, DEFCON 5, it's like, all right, we're in trouble. Def, when it gets to like three, it's like OS. By the way, it's going to be tough, tough to edit today, so we're, we're trying not to curse too much. Yeah. Okay, noted. Yeah. Noted. I know. You weren't in here as we had that conversation. Right. Jeremy's already heard it. Yeah, I feel like I'm the number one like liability. <laughs> I play it fast and loose in here. I don't work for Intercom. I take chances. Yeah, no F8 this week. Pad and pen. Ooh. <laughs> we'll get it done. I'm already nervous. I've been cold all day. Now I'm like fun. sweating. Yeah, man. I'm playing I'm without a net. No nets. I'm not even positive this is going to get put up. We might just be four guys sitting in a room talking. Flying blind. <laughs> all right. Speaking of four guys, trust me, we're going to get to Bernie Man and all that stuff and shirtless uh, summer, pub league, anything you can imagine. Uh, but first, we have a guest in today, uh, a friend of mine, Jeremy Hubble. Jeremy, you run Go Brewing down in Auburn, uh, Washington. And uh, you guys have a, well, you know what? First, tell us a little bit about your brewery and yourself. All right. Well, yeah, we started uh, about, uh, was it 2012? So <clears throat> we're up in Bellevue, and uh, we came up with the name because I'm originally from Louisiana, and uh, everything there has got E-A-U-X to kind of, that's kind of an homage to the French lineage and the mm-hmm. culture and everything yeah. Cajun down there. Right. So, if you've ever seen an LSU game yeah, or exactly. New Orleans game, I, for years I couldn't figure out. What, I was always like, Guax? <laughs> Siri calls it jokes brewing, which I take offense to. But <laughs> What the? Rude. I She's know. a bitch. I, I try and correct real. her all the time, but Apple's just not listening. So I don't know what that's about. Got a problem with the French? I don't know. Who knows, man? All right, so you're from New Orleans. It's say yeah. you come up with the name of the brewery. Yeah, so we wanted to come up with something, a concept that was different, right? I mean, breweries are popping up all over the place around here. So concepts, you know, what what's going to separate us besides the beer, and uh, decided to come up with a New Orleans theme. So that's where this all came about. And uh, the first tap room that we had in Bellevue was a tiny little 700-square-foot tap room that was decorated like the French Quarter. I got a lot of stuff that uh, I had shipped up from Louisiana to make it look like the French Quarter. Um, yeah. <clears throat> didn't have the same activity as the French Quarter, which is usually a good thing. Probably but, less pukers. Yes, too. definitely less pukers. Uh, but less drugs, <laughs> less prostitutes. Yep, and uh, Mardi Gras was uh, not a lot of beads flying around, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> still, it was uh, it was a great little tap room, and uh, then we decided to expand. And uh, you know, I'm sure you guys are well aware of the rent rates around town here. Not Seattle yeah, or Bellevue. Bellevue. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we decided to move south, and we found this sweet spot down in uh, downtown Auburn, right on Main Street. Uh, has parking. I yes. Mean, has parking, which I've, is I've a been big there. deal. It, yeah, it right. has parking. I also would like to, like, it, a lot of breweries have, like, food trucks and stuff. You have a full kitchen in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't emphasize that enough. To me, that that's a huge plus for a brewery. You know, it was one of those things where we we realized one of the weaknesses that we had in the first location was we didn't have food, and food trucks um, they're there to make money, and sometimes when you don't have enough people around, the uh, the next time that they are supposed to come back, the truck suddenly breaks down, so <clears throat> you end up having to find yourself alternatives for food and. So when we moved to Auburn, that was definitely part of the plan was to have a full restaurant. And we did that, and um, it has been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> that's a euphemism if I've ever heard. That's how you know that he's been – that's how you know he's the real deal right there. Is it has been a journey. It has been a journey. I, <clears throat> You know, making beer is one thing, but then, uh, you know, we, we went into it thinking we're going to be a brewery with a restaurant attached. Well, the rest of the people that lived in the area had other plans for us, and we're essentially we're going to become a restaurant with a brewery attached. And frankly, a lot of people that walk in there don't even care if we make beer there. 
No kidding. Oh, yeah. It's really I mean, it's a testament to your food. Yeah, yeah, it is. But at the same time, my passion is beer, right? And so we've had to, to kind of pivot very quickly to go, oh, crap, we need to really address the food and the service and the quality of things. And it's not – the beer can't stand on its own. It's got to be all this other stuff that goes along with it where we didn't have that before in Bellevue. It was just about the beer. That's that, weird, man. I'll, I'll leave the name out of it, but there's a uh, there's a pretty famous bar I know, but has a large restaurant area. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the owner one day, and he's like, I really thought this was going to be much more of a restaurant, but it basically just turned into one giant bar. You know, for better or for worse, sometimes things work out the way that you didn't necessarily intend. Yeah. Um, but the 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 good thing is is that uh, we're, after two years or so at this Auburn location, we've been able to finally kind of find our way and figure things out. And um, <clears throat> the, the the brewery side of things is really kicking off now. And so we find ourselves in uh, in a good spot. But nevertheless, we're still trying to figure out, you know, my, my wife and I can't really take much of a vacation. Or if we do, we have to plan like you know, a week or two weeks or however long we're going to be gone, a contingency of what happens when something goes wrong, what's going to happen is one of us going to have to get on a plane to come back. Yeah, you're the fix. guy. Yeah. And yeah. it, you know, and it kind of sucks. You know, it's, it's, it's one you, you definitely want to, you know, give your staff what they need to, to get the job done. But at the same time, there's always something. I got a perfect story, but I can tell that when the time's appropriate about leaving. And yeah, and well, I think sometimes too. I think it's good. You know, I I, th- I like that you're being honest about it because I think sometimes people are just like, "Oh man, start a brewery." Like, we'll brew beer, we'll drink some in the afternoon, and we'll be fine. By the way, what are we drinking? Here? Oh, so this is a <clears throat> this is a, you guys are the first to drink this. The aromatics on this are crazy. I yeah. was going to say that, but you were in the middle of your thing. I was this, like, yeah. well, we can certainly talk about this. So, <clears throat> this is a beer that we brewed with a brewery down in uh, New Orleans. Uh, they're called Port Orleans. Uh, we are Go Brewing, so we decided to call the collaboration beer Go to Port. Um, so this is getting released on Friday the 20th, um, but we I kegged it up today, actually. So Yeah, that was, was awesome when I texted you. You're like, I'm kegging it up right now. Should I bring someone? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are getting the freshest of fresh right now. Um, wow. Yeah, I can smell it. Just I just held the glass to my nose, and it's like... Yeah, it's crazy everything that's coming out of there. That's a very easy drink in IPA too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because yeah. usually I'm not an IPA guy. You know that. I like this. Yeah. So this uses a, a it's a different kind of hop technology. All our hops come from Yakima, and actually the beer was brewed with uh, Skagit Valley malts. So there's a there's a relatively small maltster up in Skagit Valley called Skagit Valley Malting, oddly enough, and um, we bought the malt from them. And actually, the guys down in Port Orleans bought the same malt. And that was the first time that Skagit Valley malts had been used in the state of Louisiana. That's awesome. Yeah, right? All so right. we got this cool hop extract from Yakima that, that um, gives it this kind of the aromatics that you're talking about. Yeah. And it's really intense. And you actually burp hops, too, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't like sometimes like IPAs in the Northwest. I feel like it's just it's just like I'm drinking hops. Yeah, dark. Whereas this yeah, feels like I'm drinking much more of a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's good. We did our job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, also, we should mention you have a big. Uh, this is a big weekend for you because you're an official. Are you an official Saints Bar? Well, <sighs> I don't want. I don't want to get you in trouble. No, you're not going to get me in trouble. I mean, we we made ourselves an official Saints Bar. I mean, All I right. don't think there's any kind of designation that we're going to get from the NFL. And frankly, I don't care what the NFL thinks anyway. So it's more about the Saints organization supporting the fans that live up here. There's a yeah, lot I don't of think transplants. that's all you really need. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of uh, Saints transplants or Louisiana transplants or people who just care about the Saints that live up here. And I was actually surprised 
we've been at this for five years, and last year with the Saints going to the NFC Championship, um, we were standing room only in our place. And I was like, where do these people come from? It turns wow. out they're North Bend, West Seattle, Everett, of course, down in the South Sound where we are. So it's pretty cool. And you have a big facility. Yeah. Standing room only. Like, that's a, yeah, that's a it decent was, chunk of people. I there. had to go stand back in my own brewery and watch from, like, 30 feet away. You know, that was that was how crowded we were, which was probably good because I was hopping mad at the end of that game. So it was probably best that I was not around my customers. Oh, yeah, that was the controversial <laughs> one. Is that a yeah. beer pun? Hopping mad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see what I did there? I did. I did. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, but, yeah, we're, we're not an official Saints bar per se. I don't know if that's something that they do, but uh, we've kind of become the, the de facto place for people who are you know, living in the Puget Sound area to come. And watch the same. That's a good mixture too, right? Because I've been to your mm. brewery, so you got Northwest beers, yeah, but also you have like po'boys, yeah. The French fries are delicious. Like, like, like if I'm from New Orleans, that's a perfect combination. Like, I live up here, but I want to, you know, if I'm from Louisiana, I want to, I want to still eat some of the food. Yeah, I mean, and that's it, it, it's it's part that, but also we're at least me, uh, really wanting to introduce people who haven't been down in New Orleans, the, the kind of food that everybody always right. talks about. So that's part of it, too. You know, it's so, and we're, we're trying to create a, um, <laughs> you know, in this day and age, everybody's talking about safe spaces. This is kind of a safe space for Saints fans. Is, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> that's funny. I've never heard of safe space for Saints fans. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, Seahawks fans and Saints fans can get a little rowdy when they're playing each other, and everybody keeps bringing up beast mode and all that crap. And so we, we you know, I, we... Just uh, we have a, a great time as a, as a group of fans, but the best part is is that um, when the games are on at the same time, if it's the Seahawks and Saints are on at the same time, we have that place. Like you said, it's big enough. We can have both games on at the same time, and all the fans commiserate, and it's it's a lot of fun. So this weekend with the Saints in town, what do you guys have going on? So uh, on oh, by the way, before we get to that, sorry. Yes. So the Port Orleans Port Orleans Brewery. You yeah. said that guy used to be an offensive lineman for the Saints. Yeah. Right? So uh, Zach Streif, who is uh, number sixty four, was number sixty four on the Saints offensive line. He protected Drew Brees for better part of twelve years. Um, he uh, retired in twenty eighteen, and. Um, about the same time he started Port Orleans Brewing with a couple of partners. And uh, so, yeah, he's, but he also happens to be the uh, radio caller for the Saints. So on, on uh, WWL down in New Orleans, he's the one that's calling the game. That's awesome. Legendary yeah. station. Yeah. So it's also funny. I was telling uh, Jeremy this that Cobb's roommate, at Boston College, played for a couple of years in New Orleans. Yeah. So I'd have to imagine the guy that owns that brewery would know uh, Tenant. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. He knows well, a lot of people up here. He's going to go fishing and do some stuff. Apparently, some ex, a lot of ex-Saints live up here. All right. So then this weekend, you guys are having a big event? Are you right. Having... So, Zach's, uh, so Zach's coming out. Um, well, first thing is we have uh, television media in um, all morning long on Friday. So they're coming in uh, to, to, to talk about – I don't know if I can say the station name. but uh, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so, it's, so, so, so Ian <laughs> Furness with Q13 will be at our place. Oh, yeah, of course. So he's there from 6 to 10 a.m., um, I've never met him, but tell him I said hello. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> I see him on TV all the time. Yeah, he's a, yeah. I mean, he's a cool guy. Apparently, he's a radio he's, guy as well. He's come into our place a couple of times, kind of on the down low, and I didn't know this, but uh, yeah, he's, he's been there before. Um, and so they're going to highlight the Saints Seahawks preview from Go and talk about the collaboration with Port Orleans and the the effort and the the uh, fundraising and whatnot that we're doing behind that. But uh, he'll be there in the morning, and then <clears throat> Zach will show up. 
uh, with uh, another former saint who was also on the radio, uh, Deuce McAllister, who was a running back. Oh, of course, from Old Miss. Yeah. One of the best names in football of all time. I know, time. right? I know. Deuce McAllister. I know. It's mm-hmm. so cool. So I was thinking about him the other day as I just saw another running back or somebody named Deuce, and I was like, that can't be the same Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's done. God, I love that guy. But but So they'll both be there, and they'll be doing their show from our place for the New Orleans market. So. Uh, from, in the afternoon. So they're doing their thing, and then, of course, they're going to hang out with fans. And uh, it'll be just kind of an afternoon of just and talking. And anybody can come by and yeah, hang anybody. out in the brewery. Yeah, we got, um, cool. we've, yeah. Got, uh, we've got a cigar roller coming. So oh, nice. And rolling some cigars. We uh, just had one at uh, Red Festival. It was awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, you, you know, you're not smoking those. You're smoking what they've already dried out. But yeah. it's still, it's really cool. Um, so he's going to be there as the San Juan Cigar Company is going to be there. Oh, same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's That's like when you cool. said that, I'm like, it's, it's going to be the same guy. <laughs> so he, he's going to be out. He's He's been doing stuff for us uh, when, when we first opened back in Bellevue. Longtime friend. So I'm, I'm excited to have him. And then uh, we'll also be having a, uh, a local caterer. Um, in, in Auburn, uh, coming out to kind of help us with food. With the amount of people? It, we're probably going to be a little bit busy. So, All right. Uh, yeah. So that's Friday. And then on Sunday for the game, what do you guys have going on? So Sunday morning, we're going to open up a, an hour early. Normally, we open up at 10. We're going to open up at 9. Uh, we have um, live jazz music from 9 a.m. till probably about noonish. Um, I'm, what do they call that? The fifth line or? Second line. Second line. <laughs> second line. Uh, there may be some second line going on later in the afternoon. It depends on All how right. this whole thing works, works out. But uh, the um, the way that uh, we've kind of scheduled it is we're trying to get people to be able to come in, have some breakfast, do a little mini tailgate at our place. And if they're going to the game, they can take the sounder rail up because it stops in Auburn and goes straight up to uh, King Street Station, right? Nice. So um, it's a super cheap ride. You can you know, get blasted and still make it back, and you don't have to worry about Uber. You don't and have to like, drive or nothing. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, and then we're going to have an after party as well. So, of course, we'll be open during the game, and we, we will split. Our tap room is kind of shaped like an L. There will be a definitive split between the home and away teams just to kind of keep things. Uh, well, it seems so. like the after party should be fun either way. Yeah, the after like, party's going to be great. Win or lose. Yeah, like, I mean, it's going to be great. Half I'm, the crowd's going to be pumped. The other half might be a little sad. But also, like, it's week three. Yeah. Everybody yeah, chill out. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's still a lot of football left in the season, so it's not a big deal. Um, there's a lot of uh, you know, hopes pinned on <clears throat> the Saints going back to the uh, the uh, championship, but um, with what happened last weekend, we'll we'll see how that all pans out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll on, on also on Sunday morning we'll be doing uh, coffee and beignets and mimosas, which is something that we only do on Sundays anyway. Uh, we'll just be doing it. Do you have hour. coffee and beignets every Sunday? Every Sunday, yeah. I make them. I'm back there making them every Sunday morning. Here's a question I have for you. (laughs) So my mom went to college for one year at Loyola. Is that in New Orleans? Loyola, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when I was a kid, she would roll out crescent rolls Mm -hmm. and then cut off a little part of the dough. Mm -hmm. We'd fry them in oil and then shake them in uh, powdered sugar in a brown bag. Sure. Does that count as a beignet? Beignet. Yeah. Or is that a ghetto PG County version? (laughs) Ghetto beignet. (laughs) (laughs) I, I would say that it doesn't follow the true classical definition, but you know what? <laughs> so somebody in France would be like, "No, that's not a beignet." But it's it's uh, <laughs> we take all of our scraps and we feed them to the kitchen staff because that's we make like uh, 
I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it, we make like little churro beignets. So we'll take like the, the strips that are left over when we're cutting out the shapes of the beignets. We'll fry those up and we'll put some cinnamon sugar on top of those. And that's what we do in the back while we're serving beignets to everybody else. Kind of fun. I'll tell you what, if I didn't have Pub League this Sunday, I'd come down. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And Ted, to answer your question, yeah, that's a ghetto beignet. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can imagine my fat ass that was a kid. I was like, Mom, these are the best. Yeah, I bet they were. Plus, I bet, they like, sound awesome. Like, And it's funny because you don't see people cooking a ton with like oil. But like when I was a kid, we just had a pan and then you had the little basket. Yeah. So then, And then especially you drop them in the bag and you're shaking it up. <laughs> it, was, it was a whole process. Yeah, we, uh, we actually uh, we pride ourselves in frying stuff. So, <laughs> you know, you're not coming to our place to lose weight. That's what right. I'm saying. If you're doing 3010 or any one of those weight loss plans, you're definitely violating the rules. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm just picturing you walking up to a table and I'm like, is this, uh, you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look, this is the Pacific Northwest and you're, you're going to get people with certain dietary requirements that mm-hmm. are, uh, let's face it, if you go to New Orleans and you talk to a restaurant, they're, Unless it's a higher end place, they're going to look at you like you just yeah. you know came from another planet. Um, but we try and accommodate people. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> also sometimes it just is what it is, right? Like Matt's a personal trainer. I did a bunch of stuff with him. I was like forty five, fifty pounds a year ago. But right. there's also certain times where it's like, all right, it's Sunday morning. We're going to have some beignets. Yeah, yeah. You're like, look, man, it's fried catfish. Like it's you know, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> right. might not be the yeah. most ethical. Yeah, well, it's you know just. Deal with it, and you know, yeah. if you're going to a place and you're and you see po' boys on the menu, and the first five things on the menu are fried, you know what you're in for. Yeah, exactly. I will say that uh, one time I went to an LSU game, like uh, we're tailgating beforehand. Great, great day by the mm-hmm. way. But we go to like one of the food trucks, and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Lady goes, "It's called boudin balls." And I go, "What is it?" She goes, "She just kind of looks at me and goes, 'You'll like it.'" Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I, I love boudin. <laughs> I think Cobb, you came over one day. I think I was frying. Cooking up like boudin and a couple other sausages. You're like, what? Is, it's like the sausage with like rice and stuff. Oh in yeah, it. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember boudin. Those. Oh, and it's a fun word to say. Yeah, boudin it is. Legit. Yeah, and then you had balls after that, and it's kind of cool too. So you know, the, the boudin balls. But yeah, we we've had those on the menu as well, and that's uh, it's a hit. Yeah, I'll it's, tell you the other thing food. I love to say with uh, New Orleans: laissez le bon rente. Close. Oh, <laughs> damn it! You say it. Laissez le bon temps rouler. Oh, le bon yeah. temps roulé. Yeah. You're close. Le bon temps roulé. All right, le bon temps. Yeah, drink some more beer. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're talking to Jeremy Hubble, uh, the uh, owner-operator, Go Brewing. Yeah. All right. Senior bootlicking lacking. That's me. <laughs> uh, that brewery's down in Auburn, Washington. Uh, get down there. Check it out this weekend, especially also any weekend if you're an LSU or New Orleans Saints fan. Yeah. Get down there. And then besides that, if you're just in the area, you like good food, you like good beers, well, I would, yeah, I mean, but that's what we're all about, good food and good beer. So, yeah, please come on down. All right, and then one last uh, kind of thing. We were talking a little bit earlier about non-alcoholic beers. So yeah. Matt, Matt enjoys a non-alcoholic beer. I've noticed more people, some people I know that even still drink alcohol will kind of start drinking some of those. Just, and I've heard in Germany that's like a thing. Like sometimes people will drink N.A. beers at like a beer hall just to keep drinking beer. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> 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 Why is any beer harder to make? Uh, because you have to remove the alcohol. The alcohol is a natural uh, byproduct of fermentation. Producing, yeah, fermentation. So removing that <clears throat> typically involves uh, uh, boiling it off or heating it to a level or extracting it in, in, a, in a super cold or super hot, and, or not super hot, but a hot temperature. And that can often produce undesirable flavors. So, right. <clears throat> yeah, right. so... 
Uh, I would also mention, if you're listening to this podcast uh, and you live in New Orleans, uh, this is obviously the podcast, but also the men's room is on the Bayou 95.7 from uh, 10 to midnight. If you're down there in New Orleans and you want to check out uh, my day job. (laughs) 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 It's kind of the nicest way to put that. Uh, All right, Jeremy, you're going to hang out for a little bit. We're going to keep drinking beer. We're going to get into a little bit of the kind of normal part of the show we do. We've been all, as you heard us saying, we've been all for a month. So people have missed us. Well, then you guys are going to get to it. Yeah. We were down at, uh, Cobb and I were down at Burning Man, and then we had the technical issues. Matt's been playing a lot of golf. Yep. Uh, Cobb, Burning Man, sum it up in one word for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Aggressive. It was aggressive. My question or Burning Man? <laughs> Burning. If you had to sum it up in one word, aggressive. I mean, we were running white hot down there in the desert. Um, feel like it was. Uh, it definitely lived up to its billing. You know, it, last time we went, it was the best event I'd ever been to, and I'd say that stands true. Uh, blown away by the artwork, the music was incredible. Um, obviously, the people, top notch. Yeah, I mean, I would say you know tens across the board. You know, no part of it let me down. If anything. <clears throat> It continues to blow away expectations. Highly recommend. So, yeah. How about you, one word? Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I mean, honestly, it sounds kind of cliche, but I kind of like that the thing was metamorphous because I was just – I was struggling in the beginning of the week, and by the end of the week, I felt like I hit my stride. Yeah, they have a, a theme each year for people who don't know, and this year's theme was metamorphosis. Yeah, so it was kind of funny. Like, I don't really care much about themes or whatever, but it was like watching the sunrise come up after burn night, and I was like, oh, maybe it did work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, um, you, you know, also there's a lot of um, fun events and stuff, and so, yeah, like Ted and I, you know, we have different interests, so we sp- spent, like, time apart doing our thing, whatever, and, like, yeah, I felt like there was just, yeah, there's so much to do. I mean, it's almost like... You can maybe, if you're running around like uh, somebody with their hair on fire, you can maybe do one sixtieth of it. Like that would be like you were the most active person there. Yeah, it's tough. Oh yeah, and then uh, it's the size of San Francisco physically. It's the size of downtown San Francisco, so it's about six miles across. Yeah, and I think last time we went, just because we were so far out on the edge, <clears throat> it was just easier for me to know the Esplanade and then just go out and make a left. Like I just could not get my bearings. Now, granted, I got kind of messed up the first couple of days, but I just like, like Joe was on it. Like every time I was out with him, he's like, yeah, just make a left here, make a right there. But I was like, I was like, man, I am still confused. And then it was like finally like Thursday night, like, all right, I know where I'm going now. Yeah. Yeah. Navigating was hard. I mean, I don't know. They, they have a system, but it's still tough because it's just tents and RVs covered in dust at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's weird because at nighttime, almost with the lights, I found it, I find it easier to navigate sometime at nighttime than it is during the day. You could, see, you could see certain things lit up, but then, uh, yeah, during the day, I don't know. But I won't lie to people. Uh, Monday, I got lost. And literally, I had to ask somebody for help, and she was like, you're okay. And she was like, you just need to make a left and a left, and you'll be on your block. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. And she was like, you all right? I was like, I'm going to make it. Like, my friends are over there. Just like, I can knock it. But I just, I'm pretty sure I kept walking like the same block radius. Like, just getting some shade, and then I'd get a cocktail, and then... Like, damn it, I'm lost again. What uh, What was your favorite moment? Uh, I really liked, honestly, I liked the fire spinning at our camp. And then uh, watching the burn man, because la- watching the man burn. Because last time we were there, we left like halfway as he was burning. Mm-hmm. So being able to see that to completion, I thought was pretty cool. And then honestly, like, I For love people the- who don't know, it's a giant wooden statue of a man. Yeah, and we're talking 
fireworks, explosions. I mean, it mm. it's insanity. Yeah, it's probably, what, 20 stories tall, maybe? This year is a little shorter. Right. So then the whole week that you're down there, right, you know there's 70,000, 80,000 people there, but they're all at different camps and stuff. But on burn night, everybody's encircled the man. You know, so it's just, it's wild. Like, all these 75,000 people, are you're all together now. And it's crazy. Also, somehow we ended up with the guy that lived acro- uh, behind us. Like, he oh, was yeah. just right next to us. Duder. Just like, God, man, that is strange. And then, honestly, I know you guys weren't weren't huge on it, but I love the sunrises. I saw a couple of them and just thought it was awesome. That's why you're the coyote, man. You get stronger as the night goes on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go to bed early, wake up early. I was running late a couple of those nights, though. I was like 3.30, 4, 4 You were up for a time. while on burn night. I honestly thought I was going to talk you into staying up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah as we were close. sitting out there by the fire, I was like, oh, I got him. I almost, got him. Almost got him. <laughs> and then I also just like the random little things, like... Like the one guy in our camp, it was only for like 20 minutes while I was waiting for you guys to get ready one day, but him just showing me like that little throw dart and just being able to do one trick with it. Because I, I never would use, like these are like the things they use, like either LED or they're on fire generally when they're using these things. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. I love the I'm okay, you're okay saloon. <laughs> they were pouring, uh, <laughs> Jeremy, you like this, they were pouring bullet rye and they actually had ice. So I went to this bar like three times. Like the last three days, I came, I'm going back. And, like, I first went there and got, like, a brand on my arm. Then I got a brand on my chest. The last time I went in there, I was like, just put it on my butt. Like, we all know. Like, just give me a butt cheek uh, stamp. I need one. <laughs> God, what was your favorite uh, thing? Um, my favorite? So um, one piece of it is for a lot of the camps, to get a placement as a camp, they have to do events. So they have to have either, like, an open bar for people or show people how to make, you know, um, glassware like um, stained glass or teach people something or whatever so there's an event calendar that has i don't know probably what 2000 events in it like, it's crazy yeah it's massive so there's an event calendar so i cruise through this calendar and um, i see an event that i want to go to and it's called the big booty twerk shop we will teach you to twerk and i was like you know what that sounds like the event for me it's a mid-afternoon event which is gonna be tough because the desert heat but uh i feel like you know just put myself out there, go have some fun. So that was my plan for the day. Make this big booty twerk shop. It's from 1 to 2.45. So <clears throat> I'm messing around. We're hanging out in camp, whatever. Like, you know, we're, we're drinking and just like basically just, just f***ing off. Oh, oh, I forgot Dude, we don't have the thing. That's all right. I even knew that one that's was coming. All right. All right. <laughs> I was, man. See how this goes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> we were messing around. At our camp. Yeah, and, uh, guys having fun. And then I realized that it's 145. But the Big Booty Twerk Shop is not far. So I hop on my bike and I head over there. And I pull up and there's nothing going on. So I got off my bike and I was like, hey, uh, I'm here for the twerk shop. What's going on? And this chick's like, oh, the twerk shop's over. And I was like, excuse me? It's like, like hell the twerk. How oh, is that? Is hell considered? Yeah, no, you're fine. All right. Yeah. Bitch, like, like hell. Yeah. Like, like hell, like hell the twerk shop. Bitch. I'm like still trying to edit myself. Anyway, yeah. Like <laughs> hell, the twerk shop is over. It's like, I saw on the schedule, the twerk shop is from 1 o'clock to 2.45, and I'm here to learn to twerk. So you go get whoever you got to get. She's like, ah. So she stands up and goes in the back. She's like, Rachel, Rachel. Like they go like into the back of this semi-truck, whatever. Well, Rachel comes out, and she is hyped. 
and she is smoking hot. She turns on the tunes and like comes around the corner. She's like, what? You're here to learn to twerk? Yeah. Super excited, right? Bubbly. This hot Russian chick comes out right behind her, both wearing like tiny twerk shorts. And you know. Dude, Russians been, know how to twerk. Yeah, I've dude. I've watched a lot yeah, yeah. of YouTube videos of did, that. Yeah, I'm did not sure, know that. Pretty sure that's the bulk of the cheerleaders in the Indian Premier League. Yeah. Well, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. So they came around that corner hot and they were like. They were really pumped that I think I was the only person who showed up for their event, frankly. And so they had been planning for it for weeks. So they hit their tunes and boom, we get into it. They start teaching me a few fundamentals of the twerk. And almost within two minutes, girls start pulling over because they hear the tunes. Girls on their bikes riding by start pulling over topless women. There was, okay, first group, four women, all topless, pasties. They're like, we want to learn to twerk, whatever. It's like, like you don't know. So they just wanted to twerk. So they come up. <laughs> then there's six more pull over on their bikes, all just in like lingerie and whatever else. And these women are all like early 20s, smoking hot. So we have radios. And I throw out the, the most panicked call I've ever thrown on a radio. <laughs> what to, day was this? To was tell this Monday? This was, uh, was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. All right. So – to give a little um, background, one time Ted was at a country music concert, or he was he was there before the concert at a bar. Kenny Chesney. Yes. And he called me like, I've never heard this in his vo- He was so sincere. He goes, Cobb, get down here now. I'm like, what? Where are you? What's He's like, I am at like whatever bar. Get. Oh, I was at the Hawk's Nest. Yeah. Get here now. Trust me. I'm like, all right, man. So I went down. And of course, like it was all these just smoking hot country girls from all over the state. So I sent out basically the same panic call. I'm like, Ted, 911 now. Get to the Big Booty Twerk Shop. Ta-da-da. Just going off. <laughs> like, panic calls, no response. I'm like, well, it, it is what it is. It is what you it is. You did your part. Yeah. So I embraced it. And there ends up being 35 to 40 women. 50% of them are topless. 90% of them are smoking hot at this twerk shop. We learn to twerk. They invite me to some bar afterwards called Draft Punk. It's a Daft Punk-themed beer draft bar. Uh, we go there, great place, having a blast, and then I realized that my plan that day was to be with Ted, Jason, and Joe, or other friends, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to lose them because I'm going to cruise out of camp. So I <clears throat> ducked myself out, went back to camp. They're just sitting in camp doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it every day of my life. I could have yeah. said that. There was like 20 of us. It was just me and 20 women running around. Wow. I have a koozie, by the way. Okay. I never went what to Draft koozie? Punk. Oh, but oh I, I draft... didn't even know they gave me a koozie. Oh, I have a Draft Punk koozie. I just assumed it was. I, so when you said that, Dude, I was like, I guess. To be honest it. with you, I was running white hot and I don't remember anything. <laughs> 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 anyway, that was my favorite time. Great event. Yeah. yeah the, you know, it's funny too. And I was, t- I was telling Joe the other day, like, you talk about stuff and I forget how much stuff happened. Yeah. Like one day is like a week. Yeah. Just the wild conversations. Also, I'll leave out the name of the camp, but I definitely saw. An industrial size forklift that pulled up a giant bird cage and there was just chicks dancing in it. Yeah, in like nothing. Yeah, just I mean, like I think Cobb, you just kinda tapped me, you're like, that's the most dangerous thing I've seen in a long time. This thing had to be like fifty feet above the ground. Oh yeah, I mean, legit it's just full attached 50. to an industrial forklift and they're mm-hmm. just in there dancing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean just insanity yeah and over a crowd of people to over a th- uh, thriving like throng of people like yeah that thing went down man <sighs> it was pretty yeah. good yeah god i mean there's so much stuff there mm-hmm. yeah yeah the fire spinners were cool i helped save some chairs from a fire which in <laughs> retrospect was unnecessary but i got caught up in the moment it was like giant <laughs> flames i grab these chairs i get back into camp and my hands like shaking as i light a spliff so he's like all right i go did you see those chairs get saved like yeah i was like that was me and they're like oh yes dude what were you thinking i go i don't know (laughs) like i somehow i was in charge of tending to the fire 
The flames exploded. Somebody yelled, get the chairs. And I grabbed them. And Ted took action. I will also say in, uh, in a lot of people's defense, I'll leave names out of it. I think there were some people in camp. Uh, there's a couple people that took a shine to me. And I yeah. realized as I'd been running around in uh, jean shorts that I'd cut off that were pretty, pretty short for my... You went with the jorts. Went with jorts. Oh, yes. And then my bare <laughs> zip-up jacket. But also a lot of times it Did- was just shirtless. Like Either way, I got a lot of attention and I was like... Why does everybody think I'm like, well, I'm running around in jorts and a bear zip-up jacket, and I look like a bear. Like, of course people think I'm gay. <laughs> Ted did get it. an invite to the orgy, though. That's I what say, I heard in the intro. That was in the intro. Well, there's the chance that I might go to a uh, foreign country to visit these people, and I might be in the middle of a sandwich. And I'm not sure which part of <laughs> Are you the meat or the lettuce? I feel like somehow I'm the bologna. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, too, man, is just meeting new people. Like, I met so many cool people. Uh, I would also give a shout-out to my buddy Dusty that showed up. We had a good time kicking it. She was the one that showed me that OK Corral. Or OK, I'm OK, you're OK Saloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else? We found a bar. Go ahead, Matt. Did you rip the sleeves off your fur? I did not. OK. Because I was wearing it at night. The first night, I almost did. And then one of the guys in camp was like, dude, keep, that on, like, keep the sleeves, because later in the week, you're going to be chilly at night. And they were right. Also, I will say this, shirtless summer, you can ask Kyle, like, every time I showed up somewhere, if I had a shirt on just because I was riding around, it came off quickly. Like a Bernie man shirt. Hairless. Were, yeah, Ted just... does not wear a lot of clothes down there. <laughs> Good. It's <laughs> a new man. He earned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely was not. Oh, he's getting in one. Yeah, well, I got the pad and pen. I'm prepared, <laughs> but you guys are more than welcome to, too. It'll be fun. Uh, all right, another funny thing from Bernie man was before we left, uh, my buddy here, Sean, he was going to Costco, and I said, hey, do me a favor. Pick me up two cases of Truly, the hard soda water, right? So a couple people kind of were making fun of me. Some people were kind of giving us crap in general, like, oh, you got the soda, hard soda waters? <laughs> Cobble a test. People loved them. Oh, yeah. It was unreal. I they mean, killed. so in our camp, there was some... Not scary looking, but just some different looking people that are some different things. And like, <laughs> well, one guy kind of was scary looking to me. He was a real nice guy in the end. But yeah, like, he's like, well, yeah, truly, I'll take one of those. <laughs> just like, oh my God. Yeah. It was unreal. Our, our camp had kind of a demonic aesthetic. I'll say that. <laughs> There's definitely a little more dark magic going on with some of those people in camp. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Where it's like just four guys. That was the other one I loved. The one girl goes, so there's four of you in that RV. Yeah, that's right. Are you guys all together? What? Oh, no. We're (laughs) we're just good friends. Right. 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 Keep in mind, it's coming from a guy in shorts. (laughs) Yeah, it's not one of those guys wearing glitter-covered cowboy boots. (laughs) (laughs) You kept rubbing the other two. Yeah, and one guy's wearing a pink fur vest at night. (laughs) Oh, all right. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to, man? I know you've been golfing and stuff. Uh, It's been a month off. Yeah, golf's been fun. Um, Oh, thanks, Jeremy. No problem. I'll grab that other can, too. Yeah. Yeah, saw some shows, went golfing, brought Tyler golfing for the first time after lots of putt-putt. Just Nine or 18? Just the driving range. All right. But she's a natural. Yeah, or take her to Inner Bay. Yeah. When I first learned, I remember it was at Paint Branch Golf Course in College Park, Maryland. And I shot a smooth 66 on nine holes. <laughs> nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I was like 13, but now I bet I would still shoot around a 112, right? That's 66 times two. Yeah, if I played 18, I'm still around that. So I'm like, I, I don't know. There was a period I got better, but. Yeah, it's a tough sport, but it's a lot of fun. Um, 
So, yeah, that's been a big focus point. I went down to L.A. Are we doing What's Maddening? I have a whole no, segment no, no. for all this stuff. Oh, no, yeah. no. no. Saw right. some shows. You know, we can go into details. Oh, I went skateboarding for the first time in, like, 12 years. All right. Um, I was in, just checking in with you as it yeah. been a month. No, I've had I've just been, like, running around on summer vacation, you know, got some free time, having a good time. Right. Um, and, yeah, just been uh, enjoying life. It was, nice. It was nice. But, yeah, good to see you guys. Just today. out there, Matt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, Cobb, your phone is dead. No. Oh, it's alive. We're back. So can we get some emails? 11%. Yeah, we got a couple on here. All right, as we're getting to that, I will mention again, uh, Jeremy Hubble sitting in here with us from Go Brewing. Uh, if you're a Saints fan or a Seahawks fan down in Auburn, especially if you're a Saints fan, get down there this weekend. Friday they have a bunch of events going on. They have a live broadcast and uh, plenty of food and drink. And then Sunday for the game, open an hour early for coffee and beignets. Real ones, not ghetto ones like I make. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, watch the game there and stuff. I got a question for you guys. Stone running. Do you do it? What are your thoughts on the matter? I tried it for the first time the other day. Just moved near a nice running trail. A couple hits and some headphones. Pantera. I'm broken. Came on first. A little sun, maybe. I haven't been able to work out that hard in a while, and it felt great. Any other tips or ideas I might need to try? Dude, getting stoned and listening to Pantera is great for running and also for strength training in the gym. Uh, I'm a big fan. I like... Because, like... I don't know. They talk about the runner's high, but I don't know how far long you have to run before that kicks in. So, like, you know, be an intelligent adult and just take the shortcut and get right into it. That's my philosophy on running. I'm a complete weirdo. I don't use headphones for anything, and I don't get stoned before I work out. Yeah, you work out like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got one I better for you. have said that line before, but it gets me every time. Because yeah, it's the truth, man. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think about a guy that's just lifting, not listening to anything in the headphones? Just I'm sitting there lifting weights. Well, you just, I mean, that's kind of the way it used to be, right? Now it's everybody's not got, to anybody. Their, got their beats on or their AirPods yeah. or whatever, and that's kind of the thing now. But I mean, there was a time where, yeah, people didn't wear headphones. He's just looking at, looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a different thing. But <laughs> <clears throat> how red do you get? Oh, I'm sweaty and red the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Somebody today was like, you don't have to change your shirt if you're just lifting. I was like, you don't lift with me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't lift like I lift. Yeah. Also, uh, last week I was doing some sprints in my alley. You know, like sprint up, like walk around, this and that. That's the move. But at one point I'm sitting there with my hands on my knees, huffing and puffing, and I'm wearing that bright green shirt, that that knockoff Under Armour I was wearing at Burning Man, Mm -hmm. and blue shorts. Yeah, Thunder Karma. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going... (laughs) I look like a chubby off-brand sounder. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that guy doesn't play much. <laughs> Seems to be real good friends with the coach. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> Who does he know? <laughs> uh, Jeremy, I'm telling you, just one of those realizations like, yeah, I look like that. Yep, yeah, that's me. Reed, I got your email. I think it's just been a little too long for that topic. Um, Allison, I have no idea how you get stickers. Do you guys know? Oh, how you stickers? Yeah, yeah, and we had some issues. Yeah. Got a couple sent back. What? Yeah, I have them at my desk. Would you guys like me to forward you emails from people who want stickers? How are we doing this? Oh, man. <clears throat> we'll get back yeah. to stickers next week. All right, Allison, we Sorry, say Allison. we'll get back to you. We probably will forget. Is that Alice? I think that's Allison I know from the events. Allison, I'll, I'll see you. I'll, I'll hand you some. Okay. Do a hand-to-hand, as the cops We say. got some sent back? We did. Uh, good evening to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the land. land. I was listening to your segment about bananas and wanted to chime in with some fun facts. All right, so I feel like we're about to be wrong, boys. 
The Cavendish <laughs> banana is almost exclusively the only banana you'll find in the United States. Plus one podcast. All right. Uh, it actually has nothing to do with the quality or taste of the banana. There are literally hundreds of varieties. However, grocery stores do a lot of marketing research to sell you food. It was found that the Cavendish variety is most aesthetically pleasing to consumers due to its shape, size, and color. There are many bananas. They're far superior in taste, but you have to be groomed to enjoy this variety. You would uh, be surprised to find out how many produce items are also altered so you'll buy them. From shiny waxes on apples to make them appear ripe to dyeing orange peels orange, as many oranges actually have green peels. All done to be visually appealing to consumers. Anyway, rock on, boys. It's awesome. Yeah, that I got, doesn't shock me at all. I got a Honeycrisp at a roadside fruit stand yesterday. It's delicious. Nice. I think it's like season. It yeah. is. It's like I early. haven't had one yet. It's early, but yeah, it was like right from the... Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Man, Honeycrisp rocks. I love them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome I mean, to the club. We've had a lot of conversations about them, and they're ramping up again now that they're in season. You run a brewery? Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to overstep the bounds here, but like, can you make a cider? Or is that because I noticed cideries never seems like a different establishment than breweries? Yeah, it's a different license. Different. All right. Do yeah. they call them no. cider houses? Cideries. Cideries. That's yeah. a different license to make a cider? Yeah. Could you, what if you made an apple infused beer? That's well. That's different because you're making a beer and then you're throwing apples in it afterwards. All right. Yeah. Has that been done? Uh, I'm sure it has. I mean, these days with what, even in Washington State, we got 400 plus craft yeah. breweries. We're all trying to set ourselves apart from each other. Yeah. Somebody's they're throwing weird yeah. stuff. I tried that watermelon one from the place in San Francisco, 21st Amendment. Yeah. Oh, the Hell or High Watermelon. Yeah. That, and that's a great beer. That one's been out yeah. forever too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tried it, so at least six years. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I went to their brewery once by the baseball stadium. Yeah. <laughs> so I only knew that beer, so I didn't really think about it. But I'm in there, you know, ordering them. Also, full disclosure, I may have given my two friends some edibles. So we're sitting there. It's early in the day. It's Cinco de Mayo. Giants, Dodgers. It's going to be awesome, right? I'm, I'm the guy chugging all these beers with, like, the little watermelon in. I don't care. But I realize, like, I'm getting a couple of looks, and then my buddy just, and I go, what's wrong, man? Do you not like those beers anymore? And, like, an hour later, or it's been, like, an not an hour. It's probably been like half an hour. And he's like, what's, yeah, sorry, man. Sorry. I just, I couldn't focus on a word you were saying. I'm like halfway through my burger. Like, are you two okay? And they're like, yeah, man, those edibles. And I was like, oh, yeah, forgot about that. Taking time bomb. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll just say this. I've, I've told you this before, Ted, but one thing that's funny about edibles is once you eat them, but before they hit you, it's like being in the back of a van on your way to rob a bank. Like, you haven't done anything yet. Nothing's <laughs> happened. But, like, everyone who's in is in, you yeah. know? Like, it's just you're looking around. It's, like, just a bunch of riders. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, but you don't know. But you never know what time to put on your mask. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's my favorite moment is when you're just in the back of the van on the way. Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, weight loss, gun control, or um, stoner thoughts? I'd vote stoner thoughts. I talk a lot about weight loss, but I'm down for that, too. All right, let's do stoner thought. What's well, crack-a-lacking, boys? Don't worry. I'm bringing it back. Glad you guys survived your vacations. Been a boring couple weeks without you, so I'd entertain myself. I've been looking into stoner thoughts and I have a couple for you guys. Is it called sand because it's between the sea and land? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Never thought about pretty that. Pretty damn good one. <laughs> Uh, I like that. We're giving weed like really. That's a really good credit to give weed. Like that. That's a stoner thought. That's deep. If you drop soap on the ground, is the soap dirty or the ground clean? Soap's dirty. Yep. If SpongeBob lives in Bikini Bob Bottom and is absorbent, does that make him a tampon? 
Ted, can you please explain to me what the hell is going on with Maryland football? 142 points in oh two games? God. And then last weekend, they lost to Temple. The Temple? To Temple. Jesus, man. Yeah. Your program. Yeah, I'm with him, man. What's going on with Maryland football? Well, the first two weeks, I thought we were back. And last week, we lost to Temple, and I was reminded we're not back. <laughs> what was their thing, the juice? Rejuiced or something? What was the sign on the sideline like a couple years ago? You were oh, all about it. Yeah, what was it? We're juiced. Unleash the juice. Obviously, it wasn't the juice. It was when they were beat. They beat Texas, and it was like 100% juice or something. I forgot. They got rid of that with the old coach. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, so far, this college football season is awesome, minus the Huskies' heartbreaker. We still need a plan. Uh, we need, still need to plan a game day, the meetup. P.S. Stop bitching about your finger. Jeremy Shade from Jaden. What finger? I don't know. Maybe uh, someone named Jeremy wrote in, bitch about their finger. It's been too long, man. If two vegetables fight, is it still considered beef? <laughs> Greetings to the greatest <laughs> podcast in all the land. All the land. Mr. Cobb, how tough was it to quit coffee? I have a heart condition that is super rad for a young, an active young-ish guy. Sarcasm. It sucks. My body gives my ventricles, <laughs> lower chambers of the heart, extra and random electric signals to tell them to beat. Is freaky and feels like my heart is misfiring. Doc said they can't make it go away, uh, so here's some pills. Uh, the point behind all this is caffeine makes it worse, but the meds they gave me to help with the extra electrical signals make me super tired. It's a stupid cycle. Anyhow, work is super stressful, and I don't think I want to deal with a work sh- uh, shite. Can we say that? Sure. And migraines from quitting the coffee. It took me dying, literally, to quit booze, so I hope it's easier than that. Oh. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. Quitting caffeine is really, really hard. Uh, I would join RDCAF on Reddit and take a look at people's stories and stuff. For me, the only reason I don't drink coffee now, I love coffee. The only reason I don't drink it now is because I'm pretty sure I can't quit again. It took me about six months to feel better. The first month, you're so deprived of dopamine and serotonin that you just eat like crazy. So I ate tons of sugar, salt, fat, and I pretty much laid on my floor for a month. I was in Austin and... uh, yeah, I think the only thing I did the whole month was like the couple podcasts with these guys, and that was it. So, um, granted, you know, I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine, and I was on like a solid two and a half to three cups of Starbucks, which is way stronger per day, which doesn't sound like a lot to some people. But yeah, I would join a Reddit R decaf, and I would cycle off very slowly. And I would use green tea to cycle off because it's got, <clears throat> excuse me, L theanine in it, and that should make it easier. But take your time, man, and, uh, you know, baby steps. And good luck. Godspeed. Uh, <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul, frankly. Uh, I love you guys and wish you well. Neil Fielder, a.k.a. the Gentle Giant, a.k.a. the coffee-loving oh, Norseman, no. a.k.a. the longest listener of all time. Yep. Yeah, D- Neil definitely is. He's a rider, man. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, at Burning Man, I couldn't believe it, uh, Joe found an iced coffee camp that was, like, right around the corner from our house. And I was just like, we went, like, I went there a couple times. I was like, of course he found iced coffee. <laughs> and the guys were from up here. The one guy's wife had taught both his kids. What? Yes. That makes sense that the coffee people would be from Seattle. Yeah, you know what? It adds up. I also, I like the one coffee guy. I went down there one day with Jason. Jason was on uh, breakfast, right? So we go down there and he's like, we're not- On breakfast and making breakfast for the camp. For the camp. He's like, we're not really ready yet. Like, just come back in a little bit. And we're like, all right. So we're BSing with him. And he goes, you know, and he's drinking a, a Bud Light or something. It's like 830 in the morning. He goes, you know what? I get drunk this morning. I get drunk uh, around lunch, and then I'm getting drunk again tonight. And one of his friends goes, 
So you're just getting drunk all day? <laughs> and he was like, well, yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, it doesn't seem as cool. <laughs> I, I got what he was saying. <laughs> Dude, what was the gun control one? Oh, oh boy. Um, well. <laughs> like Matt goes, oh, boy. Actually, I got a, I, well, then we'll have to do two because I got a decent one here. Um, you want me to go back to gun control real quick? I will. Let me mark this guy. Real quick. And, well, sorry, I'm on my phone, so it's a little tougher. Can I open it? Buckle yeah, up, boys. It. I'm going to mention gun control. <clears throat> All right. The amount of mass shootings in this country is absolutely out of hand. Oh, I think we did some cop topic about, like, what big news story is no one talking about? Y'all remember that? No. Okay. Well, I think that's what we did because we had another one about the Amazon rainforest being on fire. Uh, The amount of mass shootings in this country is absolutely out of hand. However, I don't think any amount of gun restrictions or gun rights will help us. This is the immediate debate that comes up when another shooting occurs. However, it's my opinion that this debate is a futile attempt to cure a symptom of a much larger problem. My elephant in the room. Oh, that's right. We were talking about the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about. uh, Is our lack of concern over childhood trauma. It's still socially acceptable to strike children the most vulnerable and defenseless subset of our society. Our laws only seem to be enforced in extreme cases, but no level of violence towards children should be accepted. Violence begets more violence. Unfortunately, most of us were hit as kids, and this makes it difficult to convince some people that this is an antiquated and cruel means of discipline. Because that means uh, that our own family methods were wrong, uh, making this seem as a personal attack to them, evil is not a condition. Evil is a coping method for pain and anger. I think raising children with a peaceful parenting technique will prevent these violent acts. Anyway, Cobb summed up my political beliefs a few weeks ago with this statement. This is getting depressing. Let's move on. Hope you all had a blast at Burning Man. LARP on, homies. David, a.k.a. Trap Lord Dave, a.k.a. Father of the War Hornet, a.k.a. The Milkman. All right. Does he actually deliver milk? I don't know. Maybe he just delivers in the post. I drink glass jar milk. It's so much better. It's awesome. So what you, you got glass now, milk funny man? <laughs> you get that cream on the top, man. Yep. It's, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I don't drink too much dairy anymore. I, I can't either, but... It messes with my stomach too much. Yeah. Even like Greek yogurt. Casein. I thought it was just because I was lactose intolerant. Yeah, it could be that too. What's casein? Casein's just, um, I don't, okay, so I don't know that it's, I don't know how it gets in milk, but it's um, it's in milk, and a lot of people have very adverse reactions to it in terms of um, processing it, like in terms of digesting it. Yeah, I just kind of took dairy out, and then when I tried to introduce it back in, it was just like, like oh my God, my stomach's killing me. And especially with the Greek yogurt, I'd just be ripping farts all day. <laughs> Not terribly smelly ones, just constantly. Loud? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing when I eat, like, you guys get that when you eat hummus? No. Hummus? No, I love hummus. I love hummus, too. But it gets me a little farty. Oatmeal, raisin bran, Greek yogurt gets me, too. Um, But I just, I mean, I think it's hilarious. To me, it's like, they're not, it's not like super uncomfortable in my stomach. It's just loud coming out of my (laughs) b-hole. Did you see the farting security guard got fired? What? No. You guys don't. Uh, well, he was this guy on Instagram. He was a security guard, and he was called Paul Flart. Wait, no, Paul. Oh, Flart. you're right. I have seen him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he got let go. People were pretty sad, but he'll be all right. Do you want to end on a positive email? Let's do it. <laughs> <clears throat> Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. First time emailer here. Subject to guilty pleasure music. Uh, been uh, has been quite the game changer lately. An email from Miami Jake had me laughing to the song <laughs> titles of Young Gravy. My house is mostly country and classic rock. I can't shout out young, or <laughs> shout out Miami Jake. Uh, my house is mostly country and classic rock. I can't stand new rap or trap music. I checked out Young Gravy and thought it wasn't for me at first. 
Then it was stuck in my head and I played it at home and it annoyed my fiance. Now I find out she's been listening to it and so have I. Even got some family hooked. Fast forward and now we have tickets to see him in Seattle. His music is hilarious and I don't think you could be in a bad mood mood listening to him. I highly recommend you give it a few chances if you haven't already. Miami Jake is the man from Davey, the new fan of Gravy. Nice. Miami Jake, man. Top emails. I'd like to get Miami Jake's take on the potential BBC down there. <laughs> Did you see that? BBC? Bang Bros wants to buy the American Airlines oh. Arena's naming rights. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name it the Bang Bros Center, BBC. That's awesome. It's one of my favorite stories in the last month. Yeah, Maybe all fun. year. I didn't realize how many like other famous like porn sites they own. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, is it like 35% of internet traffic or something crazy? Yeah. I remember when they just had the bus back in the day. Oh, classic. And there was, oh, a, yeah. there was a certain type of hunter. <laughs> well, I, don't know what, I don't know what that is, but. That might be a little before your time, but like me and my buddy on Tuesdays, we would look up uh, the Bang Boss because <laughs> there would be a new episode. And then. Uh, were you behind the paywall or are you just watching the 30 second previews over and over? We were just watching Thursday Real TVs talk. over yeah, and over. Yeah, me too. Real talk. No, there's no shame in that <laughs> game, Ted. No, that's it's it so weird now it's like saying five this. five years of my life. Yeah, like people can understand this. Like I wouldn't like – generally I wouldn't pull up porn and be like, Jeremy, come here. Let's watch this together. But like that's what we did. But internet porn was still pretty new. Dude, it was that era, man. That's what I always say about Girls Gone Wild. Like how many people do you know who actually ordered those videos? Almost zero. <sighs> but how many times did I watch the commercials with the pants that's around I'm, my ankles that's at what 11 I'm o'clock at night? About. <laughs> In Shout out Joe Francis. <laughs> right? I know. I can picture myself in that chair right now in the basement. <laughs> Miami, Cancun, whatever. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. Did you ever watch some of the, the uh, I used to look up videos on Freaknik too. I don't know that, but I, I remember, is that a style of dancing or something? No, Freaknik was like the, like the, the, the historical black college, like spring break. Oh, for some reason I thought yeah, it was wow. related to Atlanta or something. Oh, you, right. That's what, yeah, Mass- I was thinking of like, yeah, yeah Outkast and yeah, okay. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the other best commercial of all time. We've talked about it a lot on here, but Miss Cleo, call me now for your free reading. <laughs> yeah. Call me now for your free reading. The prem, the, uh, oh, the prem Yotish. So Prem Yotish. <laughs> I love that he's the new version of that. And I love that that company made like hundreds of millions of dollars. And she just randomly was a day actor brought in for like to do a commercial for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, the Prem Yodish thing, too. Uh, by the way, shout out to everybody at Red Festival that said LARP on and, and wanted to meet you guys, too. You oh, guys were dope. missed. Uh, but so I was wearing my Kings 11 Punjab jersey. Nice. And like one dude like knew what it was Indian Premier League cricket. Jeremy, I'm yep. sure you're. Bo- you guys play that at the bar, right? Cricket all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was like an Indian dude. And I go, Yeah, man. So you know all about Prem Yodish. And he's like, I would never call him. <laughs> and he's like it's just a like, load of crap like, but I go God I, like, I knew it was because he's on constantly and then he was explaining to me he goes you know like in different like areas of the world they show different commercials and he, I was like all I get is Prem Yodish and like Allstate he's like yep that's American dude <laughs> how much and here's a real question man how much do we each have to bring in in cash for us to be able to call Prem Yodish live on, on the show oh <laughs> I don't know I would love that That'd be a fun episode. We have on like and listed our episode thing as like an interview with Prem Yodish, the <laughs> Prem Yodish. Well, that's something too. Uh, Willow, by the way, that's the Cricket Channel. Yeah, I mean, who knows how much like the exchange rates are? <laughs> or whatever. I feel like we, yeah, that would be brutal. It'd be expensive. I I got obsessed with cricket and I watched just Willow, the Cricket Channel. But basically, every commercial break is this Prem Yodish guy. He can read the stars, the rocks, like tell you your future. <laughs> 
But he always says it the same way. Pram Yotish. <laughs> so this summer I was back east for hanging on this lake and my friend, she married an Englishman. And we were just getting drunk, dying. And we were just like, you two are annoying as crap. What the F is Prem Yotish? It's like, you ever seen Willow? And everybody's like, no. And we would just start laughing at him. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's check. Matt, let's check in with you and see what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's Uh Before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's man? Uh, before we get to what's battening. Hey, what's good? What's man? Check out what's battening. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> a lot happened. I took some notes. I saw 10 miles wide in woodshed, of course. Uh, in that span of time, it would be weird if I didn't. Um, I rewatched Enemy of the State. Uh, who's that? Will uh, Smith and Gene Hackman. I want to say they and filmed like that in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was in D.C. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm the sure movie takes. Filmed... But I think they filmed a, a okay. bunch of it in Baltimore, dude. Okay, so that was like one of the first R-rated movies that I was able to like watch. But I rewatched it now. Oh, nice, awesome movie. Yeah, boys. Oh, and what's her name's legs? Looks <laughs> yeah. so good Jamie in that movie. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I, you should I, watch her in Trading Places. Okay. Yeah, you know, remember, Jeremy, yeah, you know home, what I'm, I'm talking about. Homework. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to throw out how awesome Enemy of the State is. Um, if you haven't seen it in a while, it holds up great. Jack Black's in it. Was the, like, oh, he's like guy. the tech guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, as you yeah. say it. The whole thing was just like, oh, I was so excited to rewatch that. I didn't know how excited I was to rewatch it until I did. Um, that was a highlight. I already talked about going skateboarding and playing golf. I uh, hit six years without alcohol on the 11th. That was wow. six years? Yeah. Nice, dude. Isn't that crazy? Um, that is crazy. Yeah, I celebrated with a non-alcoholic PBR at like one in the afternoon. Cause I thought all PBR was non-alcoholic. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's amazing that literally you're like, yeah, I'm just going to take, what was it, like six months or something? Three months. Three months. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I'm just going to take three months off. Just ran with it. I took three months off weed this summer too, and I don't think I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you, I did 90 days years ago with booze, but weed was hard. Yeah. Got through it. Love now. smoking that sticky icky. Yep. I don't blame you. Um, and then the biggest thing was going down to L.A. I stayed with my brother. Um, I told you guys a while ago, my buddy that lives in with London. Luke? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My buddy that lives in London is also named Luke. And he was going out to L.A. And it's like, got to fly down to go see him, of course. Like, if he's in the hemisphere. Uh, and it's like, yeah. So I bought <laughs> flights a while back. They are super cheap. And... So I was at Venice Beach. Tyler and I went down there, and um, I was in the water. Somebody tweeted me saying, don't swim at Venice Beach. It's disgusting. And it's like, dude, the ocean's, like, just too therapeutic. But also, like, if I work in a gym, I can't afford to be a germaphobe constantly freaked out about bacteria. Like, that's just not going to work for me. So I put some faith in my immune system. I went into the water at Venice Beach, had a great time. And I was like... I got to go back up to Muscle Beach, which, like, the weight area is under construction. Yeah, it's world famous. Yeah, but they had, like, rings to do pull-ups on. There was, like, a little crowd when I walked by, but I was like, I got to go back there and, like, do some pull-ups. I'll make some friends waiting in line or whatever. I go back. There's no line anymore. I hop up there. I'm doing pull-ups. Over on the dip bars, I see this guy that's, like, got a pretty good muscular build and some tattoos and a nice haircut, but it's like, that's a dime a dozen down there. But I'm like, is that my friend Luke from London? 
But I just, and sure as heck, it was. <laughs> nice. And he actually looked over at me and was like, so he was with a couple of his friends, and he was like, oh, I'm going to go learn how to do pull-ups from that guy. He looks like he knows what he's doing. And, like, when he turned around and said that to them, I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that's Luke. And he's like, are you kidding me? There were some expletives in you there. You hadn't seen him yet? No. And I, like, that's we wild. were... Yeah, I we hadn't like messaged each other to link up or whatever. It was like Just my pumping first, at Muscle first Beach. day there. Yeah, yeah, and so like pull up. Guys are friends. Yeah, pull ups just bring people together. So that was uh, that was yeah, a lot thanks, of fun. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's One worth day I'll it. I'll have friends too. I'm telling you, it's worth it. God damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a blast. I got friend. I grew up down there, so my friends. Uh, that were lived across the street from us. Um, saw a couple of those brothers. One of them lives half a block from Hermosa Beach, like half a block from the Strand. He's got like a killer deal on a little one bedroom there. That was pretty rad. And then my other friend, his brother, just had a daughter. Actually, I thought he had just had it, and I, it's like over a year old. But she's adorable. That was fun. Uh, we had dinner and everything. And yeah, it's tough to keep track when you don't have them. Right. I was like, when was she born? He's like, right around Memorial Day. I was like, oh, okay. Well, tell tell your uh, wife happy Labor Day for the first time. Because it was like her first time since going through labor. And he's like, this is her second. And I was like, oh, all right. I don't know if that's what Labor Day is about. I don't think so. But it was just a <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was most of it, uh, and yeah, just uh, been having a good time up here, re- enjoying the dog days of summer. Yeah, I would. You bring up babies. I would also say congratulations to our good buddy uh, Taryn Daly, who while we were going had her yeah. baby. Yeah, Taryn. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go meet that new human. Uh, I think this weekend. Oh wow, good yeah. for you. I can't go. Tyler's up in Alaska. I'm gonna wait till she gets back. That's probably a good call. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Hey, listen, it's me, right? When I say I'm going to go meet the new baby. You know, crushing beers. And yeah. Smoke you know. some spliffs out on the back. Like, Brad, you want to go outside and smoke some weed or something? Like, you know, I'll get a photo op with the baby. Yeah. yeah. Say what's what's up to and then you know me. I'll be like, hey, Taryn. Taryn, you want to go drink a beer? How long has it been? Want to go drink a beer? <laughs> I would expect nothing less from you. Right? There was some comedy in the, the four of us that went. We're obviously all friends with Taryn. And, so, and then some of the, in the camp we stayed, some of those people know Taryn as well, right? They've been to her house, been to Meltdown. It's just, wait. So Taryn, Jeremy, her due date was like the Thursday before we left. So we, could, we drive down to Oregon. We pick up the RV. We spend a night in Eugene. We go th- all through Burning Man. And like, I don't think she had that baby till like the day we got back or something. Or like right before. It was crazy. Like, she was... She was over a week late, and then I want to say they induced her, and she was still in there for four days. Yeah, that can happen. That just, as somebody oh. that has no experience with this, I'm just like, Jesus, man, that's crazy. Jeremy, I got a question for you. Yeah. Does anybody anybody ever come into your bar uh, to watch golf and drink non-alcoholic beer? <clears throat> no. Okay. Do you was... have non-alcoholic beer options? We have water. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Uh, no, we. <clears throat> but you don't carry other people's beer, do you? No, we. I mean, every now and then, when we're low on our stuff, we might bring some stuff. You know, some other people's beer. Right? Right. But you know, it, we don't have non-alcoholic. I. I. We really want to make our own, but it's just, it's a technical process that we're not just we're not there yet. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, don't worry, Matt. We can go to Bills and watch. Uh, but we do. We. You know what? I take that back. We do get people coming in to watch golf. 
Oh, we really? Do get that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got a couple of regulars that like to come in. We got a couple of regulars that like to come in and um, watch the Masters and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, when Ted, at, before he left for Burning Man, he had, we like spent a little bit of time during the day Thank together. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to Buckley's and he left and I was like going to leave too. But then there was just golf on TV, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang out longer and order myself another N.A. beer. And there I was just sitting alone at the bar watching golf, drinking N.A. beer like freaking weirdo. So I also – I like some weird stuff. So I like Hennessy and apple juice. So, oh, yeah. So, right, so this this is like a day well, or two. That's a ghetto beignet. <laughs> Dude. I was about to ask, why is that weird? Well, you don't meet a lot of people that drink Henny, period, much less with apple juice. No, but, I mean – you like it, right? Tastes oh, I good, do. Right? Oh, it's actually very. It's a very good drink. I'm, the hangover's a little rough. Hmm. Oh. So we're joking. I, you know, it's, we were down at Buckley's. You so got I, a great response, right? So people the, were stoked. Yeah. So then, as like, and it's very rare that I ever leave a bar like I've got to go. Right? Like, no offense, but if I'm meeting a friend, like, ah, oh, we'll go meet him in 20 minutes. He'll be fine. But like, I had to get a haircut. I just had stuff to do before we left. And the bartender's like, "Here you go, man. Been a while. Hennessy and apple on me." And I'm like. Damn it! <laughs> and I was like, I took like two sips. I was like, I gotta leave it, man. I gotta run errands. But I was like, ah, she tasted good. Hey, you're right. And he was fired up. Hennessy this, Hennessy oh, that. Oh, man. I ended up making a friend next to me, and I can't remember if the Hennessy apple juice was still sitting sitting there. He might have been able to give that to him. Oh, nice. I don't remember. He's a cool, cool dude. can't remember his name, but he was from Atlanta. Plus, like, whenever you're hanging out in a bar, like, you work in a brewery, something, yeah. but like, for somebody, if you work a normal, not even a normal, but if you work Monday through Friday, like even for Matt, just you know, sitting there watching golf, like there's something fun about hanging out in a bar at like one in the afternoon when you shouldn't be. Hell yeah! Like on a weekday. So like I had that day off, and I was like, oh, look at us having snacks and like drinking a couple beers at this bar. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, all right. Well, I, you were wondering what the bell's for. You're about to find out. Boop, all right, it's about that time. Cob topic. Cob topic. Matt was talking about pull-ups. Have we told the, the story of your brother's phone call? I couldn't remember. Matt, have you heard this story yet? Dude, I don't know. Just it was a quick one. All right, so real quick, we were talking about it. We are talking about fitness and stuff, and I, and, and I was like, I want to, you know, like in the fall here, I'm going to trim, trim off like another 10 pounds. And the other goal was I said, I got to do a pull-up. Like, I've never been able to do one, right? I mean, I was over 300. You know, I was 240 going into high school. So I forgot we talked we, about yeah, it. Yeah, we were speculating about it on here, right? Right. Thank you, Cobb. And then we were wondering, like, can my brother do one? Like this or that? Yeah, I think yeah, that's why I asked you. I was like, can, does Chris can, have can, one? Can Chris oh, yeah. So my brother calls me one day, like, at a random time. And I go, what's up, man? He goes, three. <laughs> <laughs> go, what? He goes, three. I could, do I, three love- I could do three pull-ups. I was like, oh, damn it. All right, all right. <laughs> I just love that he led with it. It's like, three. Yeah, welcome yeah. To th- I'm still your bigger brother. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm the responsible one. I'm the older one. And I can do pull-ups, bitch. <laughs> I just loved when you told me that. I was like, oh. That's a, yeah, now anytime I hear pull-ups, I think of that. But you'll get yours, man. It's coming. No, I just can't I can't wait till the day when you get to call your brother and be like, four. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's going to be the But that's the, the problem. He actually listens to this thing, like, regularly. Oh, so now he's going to start now, now he's in there just, like, doing it, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, Jeremy, is seven years older. He's a principal. He's got kids and the wife. Like, he's the responsible one. And it's like, oh, of course, he gets the pull-ups, too. <laughs> Well, it sounds like he's going to be getting a head start on you now, too. It is. It is. Right. But also, the school year has started. 
He's a principal. He's going to be busy. He's a busy man. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he's going to work out this stress. He's just going to be doing those pull-ups, yeah. man. He's going to get... Seems like an awkward time to ask this, but uh, could you pass the beer? <laughs> it's not going to help with the pull-ups, but I'm thirsty. <laughs> All right, so uh, as, far as, as far as the Cobb topic, um, you, you know, sir. obviously the, uh, the station was having some technical difficulties. Uh, it was hacked, and um, because of that, you know, felt like felt like they were trying to bring us down. So my question this week, the cop topic is, if you could completely remove one company from the face of the earth, mm-hmm. which one would it be and why? Oh, it's nice to email be us, not. Email us at thepodcast.com. Yeah, Matt, it's nice. You don't work here anymore. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. If you could completely remove one company from the face of the earth, what would it be? Hmm. And or why? <laughs> wow. That's a big question. There's part of me that wants to go with something funny. Part of me wants to go with something serious. Feel the hate in your heart. Remember when he was like, how deep do you want to go? Hate, 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 hate. hate. Let the hate flow through you. (laughs) Oh. Hmm. You want to go first? Jeremy? You new in here? I'm just... (laughs) You know, I was trying to think of just something, say it. something funny. <laughs> yeah, don't say it. You know, you know that, that company that did that workout thing? What's the that shake called? The shake, yeah, that one. I think we get rid of that company. That's All right, he's going light. He's going yeah, light. Uh, yeah. Guy That's not necessary. Playful. Or the Chia Pets. I heard a, oh, what was, I heard some good rap Can I get, can I, I don't want to say a specific company, but can I get rid of like a genre? Uh, an industry or a vertical? Sure. I, and I don't know, obviously I don't want to get rid of the industry because we need them, but I, I would prefer to see the bank shook up a little bit. Because too big to fail is a real thing. You know what I mean? So it's mm. like, I, I can't say it just was Lehman Brothers or this person or that person or this hedge fund. Like the whole system to me is kind of effed. I agree with you, but in the context of this question, I'm not willing to accept that answer. I need one company that did you wrong, that you want wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> the banks is too agreeable. I want right, you to take a position right. here. Everyone's like, yeah, bankers, like a-holes. You By know? the way, if you they know what? keep I got you, one. Uh, Bring it. And this is for everybody in the Northwest. Airbus. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> you're out of here, Airbus. Dude, I, I, for any man, you're making all these, like, you know, European friends. That's all gone. Wow. It's all it's gone. I'll make bridges. some European friends. Can I do a whole industry if it's not banking? Maybe. I mean, throw it out. We'll see. I'd say we <laughs> we evolve in this country and we get rid of big toilet paper and we get big some, TP is your we new get target. Some goddamn bidets. Hey man, I got a story about that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say yeah. you had a bidet. I, I do. Like, I have two of them. Yes! I got three of them. I knew I liked this I, guy. Literally, like the last time I was in this brewery, this conversation came up. Matt was the guy I was talking about. All right, so cool. So <laughs> I, I used to travel to Japan a lot, and uh, that was one of the things that freaked me out the first time I was there was the bidets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have these buttons on the wall, and you press it, and the thing squirts places, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 I mean, luckily, it's been a couple of weeks, but like a week ago off of Burning Man. I've been like, easy fella. Like, <laughs> you're throwing up softballs now. <laughs> Yeah. Press a button and it squirts places. Yeah, well, you know. Last time that cost me two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but we we uh, we brought them in uh, to our place. Um, place of just, business or house? Yeah, at both. 
Actually, both. The brewery has them? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Why didn't you thing. lead with that? It's, <laughs> <laughs> place is gonna well, be because packed. I'd like to be known for my beer, not for the bidets. Okay. Well, you're you about know. to have a guy that drinks water, eats some <laughs> food, and uses your bathroom a lot while he watches, <laughs> for salad while he watches golf. <laughs> there, no, but seriously, it's uh, the best thing about it is watching the women come out of the restroom and the look on their faces. And they go, they mouth the words to their friends as they're walking out. You gotta try this, <laughs> right? Yeah. And there are people, seriously, there are people going in there just to try the bidet functions. Because now they're clean. Yeah, we got the cleanest butts in Auburn. I know. Wow, <laughs> what a man! That's such a good plug for your business. On this Matt's, podcast. Matt's been banging this one for years, and I have a buddy that I think I told you that's it at his house. But like Matt says, like now that he has one, he's like everybody's just dirty. Yeah, I can see just that. Just smearing it around. Uh. It's what true. are we doing, guys? And it's, yeah, for people who are interested in the game, Ted was talking about ghetto beignets earlier. I have the ghetto bidet at my house. It's like thirty-five bucks on Amazon. Thing works like a dream. Yeah, but it's only cold, right? Look, man, <laughs> we didn't all, you know, I, like we didn't all grow up in on the Issaquah Plateau. Okay, <laughs> look, and I came from heated bidets and made the switch to room temperature. And I'm a street still- grinder, Ted. <laughs> You don't need the heated water in my. I'm on that ground floor, son. Well, so oh are man, you. just talk yeah. to me in January. And tell me you don't need the heated water. I've or I've, the seat. I come from okay. Right. The seat sometimes I miss, but yeah, I come from fancier bidets. I moved out. And now I just have the thirty-five dollar Amazon one, and it's still get just by. fine. But if I was running a place of business and mm-hmm. I was trying to make impress people, yeah, I'd have the the roll just out to the get by, red carpet just to get by. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. You still need a little bit of TP though with the bidet. Yeah, that's I what feel. I was gonna say. Like, if okay, we keep Charmin Ultra Strong in business, but the rest of us can get lost. This is a demolition man where they were using the seashells. Was that what that was for? Do you remember that? The three seashells. I have not seen Demolition Man. Don't know. Whoa! I know it's been what? too long. Wow. Am I the oldest man in the room? I must be. How old are you? I'm 46. Oh, yeah. You got me by a couple. Okay. Same. All right. Yeah, it's really kind of weird to talk to my staff about movies that I grew up with and they don't even know what the hell <laughs> well, okay, I Well, I had the same moment. We were we were doing a project at the place where I work at and one of our employees has never heard of he's young enough to have never heard of Missy Elliott before. What? what? Literally had no idea who that person is. Oh, no. Shocked. It crushed Is me. this who I think it is? Yeah, it's who you think it is. Even wow. no, literally even the cameraman put his camera down and was like are you serious, dude? <laughs> You're pissed. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So real quick, yeah. we got we got a whole conversation today. Mike Hawk, right, from the men's room, right? He goes, are people serious? Like, they need Post Malone to introduce them to Ozzy Osbourne? How do these people not know Ozzy Osbourne? And I was like, dude, like, if you don't listen to rock, you don't know who Black Sabbath is. You wouldn't know Ozzy. And then even Miles was like, yeah, and the Osbournes have been off the air for 20 years. Wow. Really? It's been that long? 20 That's wild. It's it's close. I don't know if it's like exactly 20 years, but it's like, yeah, like, and then, man, please, you listen to my podcast. Do not tell Castle this. But then I said, <laughs> yeah, like, I heard the name Led Zeppelin, but I never heard the song Cashmere till Diddy redid it for that Godzilla soundtrack. Because all I listened to was rap and like Motown. That was the first I heard of it, too. Yeah. Like, I knew ACDC, but that's a band that goes with like anybody. But like, yeah, like, if you're not into rock, like, I could see if you're a 19 year old kid that likes Post Malone, like, why the hell would you know who Ozzy Osbourne is? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Cobb, company you went gone? Man, you know, I'm torn between the populist choice, which is the number one most hated company in America, Comcast, that we've all had issues, or uh, um, I feel like I would go with, if I had to wipe one company off, man, I've had, you know, I would probably go with a major polluter. 
like um, uh, probably like a big beef producer just to try to do uh. the best good I could for the world. You know, somebody who's just tearing down rainforest ruthlessly. I mean, Amazon is great for stuff, but like it, it really bugs me they don't really pay taxes. Yeah. I mean, yep. but that also, that's going back to like GE. Like you could like name a thousand of these giant companies. That's why I went with banking, you know. Also, or, if the whoop. banks are sending you a bunch of junk mail, I sent out an angry tweet about it. Turns out there's a little thing that's like, hey, call this number. I think it's like 888-55-OPT-OUT or something and they'll stop. It says it right there. Yeah, but how often do you open your junk mail? Right. That's the thing is I was just shredding. I was like, these goddamn bankers are destroying the environment. They're killing trees and sending me stuff I don't want. And then I finally opened one and I was like, to not receive these and others, call this number. And then spent, you know, five minutes on an automated phone tree. And now they're not showing up anymore. Nice. Oh, that's huge. Is yeah. that for like a specific Capital mailing one, company Chase, no, no, they're no, all sending me them. is that for a specific mailing company or is that a u.s government run thing I think kind it's of a like government the federal thing. do not call yeah. list yeah cool into that yeah junk mail is like the original twitter you've been pre-approved <laughs> or original tinder damn it close i don't know i was almost there we should probably end this we should shut it down yeah all right <laughs> there's episode 273 uh again jeremy thanks for coming in from go brewing uh, go use their bidets. Go use their bidets. <laughs> eat their food. And maybe drink a beer or two. Maybe have Sorry. a beer or two. I will say, I was down there. We were drinking beers. We were having a great time. Uh, what else? Like the food is delicious. Fancy beignets. Fancy beignets on Sundays. And especially, right, if you're an LSU fan or a New Orleans fan, especially check it out. And then, I, like, I know we have a ton of listeners that live lived down in the South End. Like, go over there. Again, there's parking. <laughs> right? Right? right. Parking, bidets, beer, beignets. What else do you want? You got everything. It, what else do you want? It's yeah. pretty much it. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, there's episode 273 for MCTP. For Kyle, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.